0: Money, 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 money. And welcome into the latest edition of Winning Ways, the gaming podcast where we show off at least just a little bit. And also we try and put some money in your pockets. I'm David Schuster and of course, joined as always by my good friend, Mr. Andy Roth, a proven successful uh, professional gambler. Um, and we are, of course, brought to you by DraftKings and more from our sponsor in just a little bit. Andy, you sent me a list of things to talk about today. So let's pick up right there. Um, let's see, what did you have? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, why don't, we, why don't we start with NBA Rookie of the Year? I uh, recommended in our last episode, Evan Mobley, and I say, let's play Evan Mobley again. Um, really liked what I saw from the season opener. I do believe he will turn out to be the best player in this, in this draft class. You can still get him at nine, 10 to one, definitely worth the play there.
0: You know, and, and Kate Cunningham isn't even playing yet. So, I mean, he's going to be behind the eight ball. I mean, he'll play and he'll play a lot and I'm sure he'll be very good. And, and that Detroit team is not good. So, um, you know, he'll, he'll get a lot of playing time. It's interesting because the player who won last year, he didn't start out very good. And then he came on like no tomorrow in the second half of the season. Um, and I'm spacing out on names right now.
1: Well, LaMelo Ball actually won it.
0: Oh, that's right. Ball did win it. I'm sorry. The kid the kid in Minnesota. Yeah, Anthony Edwards
1: had a good second Anthony,
0: half. Sorry, i spaced out. That's Anthony all right. Anthony Edwards started off very slow and then came on like gangbusters and gave LaMelo Ball um a run for his money for the award. Ball, you know, ultimately came back from his injury and probably, you know, won it with some play at the end of the season last year, but I thought Edwards was really good. So Cunningham still has a chance. But I do like Mobley. I think he's going to play and play a lot, obviously, on a rebuilding Cleveland team. And, you know, if he gets any kind of help from Lowry Markkinen up front to help him out on the front line, if, if, um, then I think Mobley is the right pick at this point. And if you can get him like the number that you say, I think that's a pretty wise pick.
1: Yeah, it's all about if, if he's a serious contender, if you consider him a serious contender, he shouldn't be 10 to 1. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, MVP. Same cast of characters, but I'm going to tell you on the heels, and we're recording this on Friday morning, Steph Curry with his 45 points last night, hitting shots from God knows how far out. Boy, oh boy. And he's a pretty good price, isn't he, Andy?
1: Well, he's all right. As a matter of fact, a friend texted me last night that he played Curry at uh, plus 850. Um, my response is, I'm playing Bam out of at 150 to 1. All right? All uh, right. There was a quote from Pat Riley before the season that Bam is going to be a big-time scorer this season. Watched the game last night, opening quarter, tremendously aggressive. You're talking about a guy that rebounds well, is a high-level defender, and in his previous two seasons playing the five, averaged five assists a game. So while you can play Steph Curry for $100 and win $850, I'd rather play at this point of the season $100 on BAM to win $15,000. I could always play Curry down the road. Uh,
0: point well taken. I don't think uh, BAM is going to win the award, but if you can get a price like that, it's worth at least a little bit of an investment, and that's what this podcast <laughs> is all about.
1: Dave, I've got to tell you how many times I've heard that from people where I say I played a long shot, and they say, ah, I don't think he's going to win it, and you know what happened? He wins. They won it. Want it. <laughs> All right. How
0: about sixth man? I like, you know, the, the player that you've been talking about, sixth man. Your Brunson scored 17 points in the opener.
1: Well, what about Tyler Hero with 27? Well, that's true. I gave out Hero and Brunson. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Brunson, if you can find him above 20 to 1, I throw a little on him. Uh, maybe even uh, Hero's down to as low as 7 to 1, but I think he's out there at 10 to 1, 11 to 1. But, you know, we we're only one game into the season. I know.
0: know. Uh,
1: Montrez Harrell did win a Sixth Man of the Year award, correct? Yep. Well, as a former Sixth Man of the Year award winner, I don't think he should be 55-1. to 1. What do you think?
0: I think that's a good price, like you always say.
1: All right, now, speaking of I'm, good prices, is, what kind of price? Is there even any line on Alex Caruso with the Bulls? No, there is, but, you know, I, I looked at him – but he hasn't nearly scored enough to be in in competition for this award. Uh, you know, he's averaged about six, seven points a game. You know, I, I see guys like Hero averaging 17 a game. Um, we're going to throw in another guy at 55 to 1 who's now coming off the bench in Sacramento, Buddy Heald. Yeah. This is a guy that's a consistent scorer, averaging like 17 a game, shoots 40 from three, had a good opening night, 55 to 1, great value on Heald.
0: Yeah, your point is well taken on Caruso. I think he's going to make a big difference on that Bulls team. He's going to play a lot of fourth quarter minutes because of all the intangibles that he brings to the game. But you're 100% correct. He doesn't score enough to wow the voters in this instance. So right, right. Well taken. Um, let's see. Most improved player?
1: That It's it's really a wide open field. It's, it's so hard to gauge it at this point. I know a lot of people react off one game, but it's something I would – wait and see and and how it plays out. For example, I have my eye on Cam Reddish, who I've always liked as a player. You know, last night came off the bench and scored 20 points. Um, He's also a guy that I might have to consider for the sixth man of the year, but it's early. Can can great players
0: win that award, Andy? And I'm thinking specifically of John Morant, who's unbelievably good, but is only getting better and better and better So can a player like that, will voters vote for a guy like that for most improved player?
1: I think it's possible. I mean, uh, you know, a guy like Luka Doncic really should have won it. But in that case, they didn't want to vote on a guy that was a first-year player and and a high lottery pick. You know, if, if Morant took his game to an MVP level, I think he would get consideration.
0: Okay, and I think he is going to take his game to that level. All right, I know you have some thoughts on a couple of the division races, so go for it.
1: All right, Atlantic Division. I don't think the Knicks will win the division. You know, it's likely going to be Brooklyn, but Brooklyn is dealing with no Kyrie. So what if Harden or Durant goes down? You've got Philly dealing with the Simmons mess. And the Knicks, at 30-1, to I think, worth a small investment.
0: And Tom Thibodeau, and I know from from personal experience, is one of the all time regular season coaches, right? Because he plays for every game to win in the regular season. Unfortunately, it's really interesting, Andy. If you take a look at his numbers, regular season as opposed to postseason, there's a vast gap between the two. So yeah, probably a good thing. You know, maybe maybe if some of the things happen in Brooklyn and in Philly, like you say. And uh, you know um, everything goes right for the Knicks and they stay healthy, including Derrick Rose, and they win 55 games. Let's say first of all, they would they would win the over under. That's for sure because they're 41 and a half, I think. So yeah, you're you're it's worth a gamble, right? Pun intended. Right
1: at this point, it's low risk, high reward. Again, you could always come back and and play Brooklyn or Philly later.
0: Right. Southwest Division. I know you got thoughts there.
1: Yeah. Well, you were talking about John Morant. Uh, the Mavericks are the favorites there, uh, but the Grizzlies, I think, are being underrated in the line. Uh, you can get them at plus 400. I think that's worth a shot at that price.
0: Well, they're lucky. And we've talked about this elsewhere. They're lucky. They're in a pretty poor division. I'll be honest with you. Um, and I'm not that impressed with Memphis. Marant is fantastic. I do like Jaron Jackson, but I saw the rest of the roster, eh, but, uh, they're lucky they're in the division. If they stay healthy and some of the players that you know, you know, they're not known players, Bain being one of them, they could really surprise some people.
1: And, and that's the other point you made. The reason there's also more value in that line is they're probably only competing with one team. It's not like it's a three-team race. So they would only have to beat out the Mavericks.
0: All right. For, now a word from our sponsor, uh, NFL fans hungry for a big win this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner winner chicken dinner, it's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Andy, let's switch over to the NFL. I know you got some thoughts on some future bets there as well. Go for it.
1: Actually, we've got one this week. Um NFL most rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Derrick Henry is minus 150. He's got a 5 touchdown lead over six other players. So to me, that line is too low. I would play Henry, and one of the players he does lead is Jalen Hurts. And Hurts is at 60 to 1. So I would play Henry and toss a little on Jalen Hurts.
0: And again, this is for the season, correct?
1: Right, most rushing touchdowns for the season.
0: And and, and the reason like a player like Henry, and and would have been Barkley too, but he's just got way too many injuries, is not only are they gifted runners, Ezekiel Elliott falls into both those categories, gifted but also injured a lot, is that they're going to get the ball by the goal line as well. They're breakaway runners, they can score from distance like Henry just did the other day. He had like a 75-yard touchdown run. But anytime they get into the red zone, specifically around the goal line, these are the guys that are going to get the ball. And I hate these stupid coaches. It's first and goal, and they're throwing a fade pass into the end zone. What the blank are you doing? You're at the one-yard line with the best running back in football. Give the ball to the guy. Even if you have to give it to him four times, he's going to get into the end zone. So good pick on your part, Andy.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Okay, Um, I just had to prop you up a little bit. Um, (laughs) NFL uh, MVP, uh, it sure looks like, at least right now, it's a two-horse race, at least at the top of the betting pole, I took a look at this. Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott, both at plus 450. But you know what, Andy? There's a lot of guys that aren't that far behind. You know, Matthew Stafford and even Aaron Rodgers, I mean, those are longer-shot picks. You're shaking your head you don't like either one of them.
1: Well, no, at at this point, if you're not in the race, in the game, as far as betting the MVP, I don't think there's a particularly good play at this point. For me, it would be Lamar Jackson at 11-1 to if I would play it.
0: And let's face it, I mean, he's just a stat stuffer, so... You know, if, if Baltimore wins and they'll be here in a few weeks anyway, so I'll get an eyeball him uh, firsthand. But if they win and he keeps putting up numbers, he's always going to be in the conversation. Yeah. Um, how about rookie of the year? You know, They talk about all the quarterbacks, you know, um,
1: Mac Jones,
0: of course, and all the other ones. Jamar
1: Chase is going to win this award. No, look, he's got a great shot. There isn't value in the price right now. I would still say look out for Trevor Lawrence. He's really improved lately. And again, as far as value, I think he's out there at about eight to one.
0: What's the number on Justin Fields, who's going to be the Bears quarterback, you know, the rest of the season? But I'm, I'm going to after you tell me the number, and you'll probably say, hey, that's probably a good number. I'm going to dissuade you from going for him, though. But go no, ahead. No, actually,
1: the last time I looked, he's still you're all, you can only get seven or eight to one, which is wow. not value.
0: Well, that tells me that the, it's really not that good of a rookie class. Then that's what it tells me.
1: Yeah, it, it is a weak rookie class right now. No, No doubt about that. Yeah. You know, because I really, you know,
0: Justin Fields. First of all, he's he's seemingly, and this is just the reporter in me. He's not picking up the total offense. I think they're dumbing it down. Uh, the offensive line isn't good. The running attack has been pretty decent, surprisingly. So, although they're going to get pun intended stuffed at Tampa Bay this weekend, we'll talk about that upcoming. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll I find you know, out why I'm laughing in a moment. Yes. Uh, anyway, all right. How about comeback player uh, of the year? Or
1: no, say- the, if he stays healthy, it's all Dak Prescott's. So I played him earlier in the year. He's right now, the best price is minus 300, but he's dealing with that calf injury a little. So I, I wouldn't play him at this point.
0: You know, there, there's some really good possibilities. Burrow's also coming back from injury, obviously. Most of these guys are coming back from injury, like Prescott is. You know, Sam Darno. you know, started off really good. He would be a perfect person to look at logically because he was so terrible in New York. Right. He's got a chance where he's playing now to be so much better. But I think that team is coming down to earth. And Jameis Winston had a huge game a couple of weeks ago, but I don't think in the long run he's going to be in the running either.
1: No, I mean, I played Winston very early at a big price. I played Donald at a big price. Um, I've got Prescott. Um, I've got McCaffrey. And, uh, yeah, I've got the whole field, but I'm set up to win.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of set up to win, or not win, I, well, college. I will toot my own horn here. Five and one the last two weeks picking college games. So we'll get to that last. Um, but let's start with the NFL. Um, I'll lead it off. I have not been doing as well in my NFL picks, I'll be honest. But you're the pro, so we'll, we'll lean on you. But, anyway, this week I have Atlanta, They're uh, a favorite on the road. By two and a half at Miami. I think Miami just is not a good football team, obviously. I think Atlanta's getting better. I do like the fact that Pitts is now getting involved in the offensive uh, uh, passing attack for Atlanta. So I like Atlanta on the road, only laying two and a half, Andy, at Miami.
1: And you said the Bears are in big trouble, correct?
0: The Bears are in big trouble?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, well, well my, my 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 first NFL game, I'm taking the Bears plus 12 and a half at Tampa. I believe the defense can do a good enough job to keep it under the number. And I feel really good about it now since you don't think they have any chance to keep this game close. Well, I mean, 12 and a half is a big number.
0: So anytime you start a game up 12 and a half, although I like these college games and I got my college game upcoming, but it's a lot more than 12 and a half when the game starts. Um, I I, I will tell you that the Bears defense as good as it's been and it's been good. There's a lot of injuries on that team. You know, um, Khalil Mack is not going to be anywhere near 100%, even if he plays. Akeem Hicks, who's really big in the middle to stuff the running attack, he might not play. He's had a terrible groin injury. He had to come out very early in last week's game. Um, Robert Quinn uh, is on COVID alert, so who knows if he's going to play or not. So that defense that you're counting on might not be up to snuff, pun intended.
1: All right, we'll see anyway I'll,
0: i'll talk about that game because i like the over for some of the reasons that i just stated i think brady is also a little po'd because last year he played terrible here they played here on a sunday night game and this is the game where he forgot how many downs there were he thought it was third down when it was fourth down Oops! and so you know he's he's got that in the back of his mind and a guy like that always has something to play for besides just winning the game outright so I do like the over in that game. It's 47 and I like the over in that
1: game. All right, my second game, the New York Giants, the one in five New York Giants who have been pitiful or disgraceful against the Rams last week. And that's the reason we take the Giants at home getting the three this week. I think um, getting trashed last week and all the criticism they've gotten the media, I, I think motivation is enough to take the points at home.
0: And who are they playing again?
1: They're playing the Panthers.
0: Okay, so exactly. They're not exactly, oh, Darno back in in
1: New York or Jersey. Right, but not against the Jets. No, I know that. But you
0: know what? It's those same people are going to be booing him. So Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I like the Giants too. I looked at that game long and hard myself. I do like the Giants. All right, the other game that I like, uh, and I'm surprised it's only seven and a half. Green Bay at home laying seven and a half against Washington. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. That was pretty funny last week, by the way. But I think he owns a lot of teams, and 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 I think Green Bay is starting to play some really good football. Obviously, they've won five in a row. So that half point, that hook there scares me yep. a little bit. Scares me a little bit, but I still like Green Bay laying the seven and a half against Washington.
1: Yeah, I had looked at that game a little, but the hook drove me away.
0: All right, so at least we're on the same. I'm not level. hooked on hooks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, college. Like I said, I'm king of college. Five and one the last two weeks. And I talked about starting a game with a lot of points. Although one time I started a game, this, you know, and I didn't bet anything. I'll tell you a real quick story. It was, uh, um, oh gosh, what were they called? Uh, Azuma Pacific or something like that. Um, They had that great running back, uh, the Nigerian Nightmare. What was his name?
1: Uh, I know the nickname. I don't remember the name.
0: Oh gosh. He played for Kansas City in the NFL. Terrible on names. Anyway, they got 55 points to start the game. Okay. I go, come on, 55, that's simple math. That's eight touchdowns. touchdowns. Okay. They lost by 56, Andy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) called a bad beat. (laughs) I mean, I go,
0: I'm looking at it. It's like the Jerry Lewis telethon toad board. It kept going up and up and up and up. And finally, it got to, I think they won 63 to whatever it was um pacific what was their name god i'm terrible on names anyway they didn't cover i mean i was uh, then i i I knew that you know what i might be giving out picks but i'm never putting my money on it (laughs) anyway in that same vein kansas is at home okay i know kansas is not a program they're getting 38 and a half points to start the game against oklahoma oklahoma scores points there's no question about it oklahoma also gives up points and that's been their mo now for the last bunch of years um so i like kansas getting 38 and a half at home to start the game that's my first pick conversely alabama is laying 25 that's a big number but alabama you know and they're still in the playoff running obviously um you know alabama can lose a game periodically in college football early in the season and still be in the running for the championship so alabama to stay in that running decides that they're going to destroy teams and they did it last week against Mississippi or Mississippi state. I think they're going to do the same thing against Tennessee. So I like Alabama laying the 25. And then finally, um, I like Indiana getting 21 and a half at home against Ohio state. And uh, you know, again, this is a big program, Ohio state laying a lot of points on the road. But Indiana beat Ohio State the last time they played. It was a major upset at Indiana in Bloomington. So I like Indiana getting 21 and a half points before they even open the kickoff. Those are my picks. Sounds
1: good to me. (laughs) Why why don't you bet your money on my picks? Uh, Because I'm smarter than the average bear, as Yogi would say. Yogi. Okay, you're (laughs) Yogi and I'm boo boo. (laughs) You said that, not me.
0: yogi let's go steal a picnic basket that's right (laughs) all right anyway we'll see how we do anyway uh, always enjoy doing this with you andy and we will see how we do and we will talk to you folks next week